0: Welcome to My Journey, the podcast for individuals who are seeking to write their own stories while creating a more healthy life along the way. My name is Brian Pickowitz. This
1: is My Journey, and now it's time to start yours. What is up, guys? Welcome to My Journey. This is Lindsay here, if you couldn't tell. I am Brian's fiance, and I am so excited to be introducing this podcast today. So today on the podcast, Brian and I had an amazing conversation about building an empowered you. So we wanted to dive into this because both of us know how it feels when you're longing for growth, but you're far from feeling any type of empowered. So as we thought about like the what, the when, where, how, all the different scenarios where we went from feeling like that initial like weakness or frustration to feeling empowered, we came across a really consistent pattern across all the different situations. And so we really wanted to share that with you guys. So it starts with awareness, figuring out where you want to grow, what different areas, then creating space for yourself is number two, getting outside of your experience. And then it's just a matter of learning, totally immersing yourself and testing what you've learned to see if you can do it. And by the end of that cycle, once you test yourself, and you see that you can do it, you really become empowered. So that's really what we wanted to share, and this is gonna be so helpful for growth, whether you're craving that in your career, in your fitness, in your relationships, or what have you. So super excited for you guys to hear that and give us your feedback there. So before we dive in though, I want to tell you about a special project that I've been working on for months so it's really been since January that I've been working on this project and it's finally coming to fruition. And I'm really, really excited about it. Uh, It's called empower you a women's mind, body and soul retreat. This retreat is about creating space and really giving yourself a chance to connect to yourself. And the reason for that is that's really the only way that you can uncover like what is blocking you so you can really grow. So really we get so clouded and stressed and scattered just by like life. And we can't even figure out like what we want, let alone like tap into our intuition or really hear that small still voice telling us like, I know I wanna do this. And it's like, no, 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 I don't have time for that. and so this is really an opportunity to immerse yourself and giving yourself like a permission slip to do that like to create the space to figure out what's blocking to figure out what you really want and where you're craving growth and how you can kind of start on that path so this event is truly for any woman who is craving growth and like if if you know that you're craving growth you know what I mean when I say that like how that feels to just like crave it and long for it. And you really want positive impact as well. Like you want to have an impact on every person that you meet or on this world. And you know that you have a fire, but you're truly just not sure how to harness it. And you don't really have the connections or like the connection with other women to feel empowered, to like feel like you're supported. So if you walk into this weekend ready to love and be loved, so to give and receive, to nourish your mind, your body, and your spirit, I promise you that you will walk away with an army of soul sisters behind you and a a tangible plan to take on your life and to return to your life energized and rejuvenated and just excited, like excited to wake up every day and, and grow and learn and take on the world. So, if you're listening to this and you resonate, I'm already excited for you because you know I'm talking to you. And this isn't just a weekend with experts and inspiration. Like, I don't want you to just go feel all like happy-go-lucky and then go home. It's a weekend for massive growth and massive action. So you're, like I said, you'll leave with a tangible plan, knowing what you have to do to start. And you'll have all those women behind you who are pushing you and pulling you and encouraging you. So it's, it's going to be amazing to say the least and magical. It's going to be magical. So get ready to meet us. We will be in Dallas, Texas, November 8th, 9th, and 10th. And you can get your tickets this coming Friday from when this podcast launches. And that's August, I almost said April, August 9th, 2019. And you can get that at lindsayregofitcom slash empower you. So get ready. Get excited. If this resonates with you, please feel free to reach out to me with questions. My email's on my website, but yeah. So I can't wait for you guys to listen to this podcast. Give us your feedback. Let us know what you think. If it gets you fired up, feeling ready, uh, we want to hear that. So let us know, but get ready and let's dive in.
0: What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to my journey. I am your host, Brian Pickowitz, and I want to welcome you all to episode number 42 of our podcast. So in today's episode, I am incredibly excited and just super grateful to have my amazing fiance joining us.
1: Hi guys. Hello. That was so nice.
0: That was so nice. It was a really nice thing I did there. Yeah. <laughs> are you? I'm great. I'm great. And we are going to be diving into how to create an empowered version of you. And so the thesis here is that empowerment, personal growth, and personal success in any journey requires you to level up in different areas of your life. If you want to change your fitness, you're going to have to change a part of you. If you want to change your experiences, if you want to have different levels of those experiences you're going to have to level up and at the same time if you want to change some aspect of the things that you do in your career in your relationships or in your community that's going to require you to shift and so that's what we're going to talk about today and I want to kick it to Lindsay because I want you to run down the how-tos of this because we have a specific strategy I don't know equation
1: Equation. Yeah, we could call it that. We we have a specific pattern that we've recalled. So when I went back and thought of all of the experiences I've had where I took myself from either like feeling, we'll just say this, feeling weak to feeling empowered, mm-hmm. that transformation. I went back and looked at different experiences I've had, and I know Brian was interwoven through them. And I was like, okay, how did I take myself from weak to feeling empowered? And every single experience had the exact same like you could narrow it down like three steps Mm -hmm. so we're taking that pattern and we're going to bring it to you guys so we're going to be talking about creating awareness where you need to grow where you want to grow what areas we're going to be talking about creating space getting outside of your current experience and then we're going to be talking about learning and testing yourself Mm -hmm. so those are the three steps that we're going to be walking you guys through starting with actually, I think we should probably start with defining this because when you talk about personal growth or self-development, it's used
0: often. It's a buzzword. It's It's like self-love.
1: Yeah. It's like love yourself. But when we're talking about personal growth, I think it's important to just define it and understand it, which I think you did a really great job of doing just now where you're, you're, if you want to elevate yourself in some type of area, whether that's even if it's like getting a promotion or graduating college and getting a great career or developing yourself in your fitness and in your health, like all of those things require certain identity shifts. Mm -hmm. Like you need to start seeing yourself differently. And I think most people think that as they just get older, they grow, but age does not come naturally with growth like you don't just
0: or grow, growth doesn't growth grow naturally is, with, with yes
1: like just because you're you've met plenty of 50 year olds who act like they're kids yeah. so it's like just because you're getting older doesn't mean that you're consciously intentionally growing
0: well and right? i think that, that comes down to identifying where you actually need to grow and yeah. and addressing the problem because yeah. we don't we, we we tend to live in a society where the problems get swept under the rug. We Mm -hmm. use soft language. We use euphemisms. We, we, we beat around the bush because it's so guilt ridden to have to change. And it shouldn't be that way. Like when, when I think of fitness, just because you're not where you want to be right now, doesn't mean you have to hate yourself in order to get better. doesn't mean you have to feel guilty about what happened. And it just, it's just, it's just an acknowledgement, like, Hey, like I'm not where I want to be and I'm going to change that. Like for me, and obviously this is all our based off of like the facts of where we have grown. But like when I first started bodybuilding, I was 180 pounds. I had convinced myself I wasn't good enough to play college football. I took myself out of the tryouts and I was just not pleased with myself and i remember going to the gym and the weights fell on my chest i had no plan i had no structure and i just felt so unaligned with myself Mm. and i remember leaving the gym the gym that day and i felt demoralized like that wasn't good but i didn't defeat myself because the only other option was to fix the problem and to fix the problem, I had to find what the problem was. And the problem was I didn't know exactly what I was doing. Mm, I yeah. didn't have a strategy. I didn't have a goal. Like, I was just going to the gym. I did bench press. I did curls. And I was like, ah. we
1: have all been there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and so the the thing, though, is confronting the truth of, like, where you want to grow and yeah. being excited about it. Instead yeah. of feeling like, oh, my God, I have to go to the gym. It's, nah. Yeah. Ah, I want to work on
1: this. Oh, it's so interesting because what popped into my head is, like, nobody bashes someone who wants a promotion Mm. ever like if you feel like you want to grow in your career and you want to get a promotion or you want to get a better position it's like hell yes like go do that it's never like why would you want to do that like you're great right where you are
0: well (laughs) i would say that what i would say is that people don't shame people as long as they're not trying harder than they are Mm yeah because like if it's like oh like you got a promotion and just kind of like yeah it was time that's different than you got a promotion because you worked hard because you worked hard that might be that's fair because then other people on the other end are are in that position but i want to pull it back though so when it comes down to your journey so that was me defining mine Mm. when did you define where you wanted to grow like what were the instances when it came to fitness health and we can kind of segue over to like your career and like so on
1: yeah so, when I first started into fitness, it's interesting because I did the same thing that you did. Like, I would go to the gym and just do lat pull downs and abs and run on the treadmill and be like, I went to the gym today. But there was never any like, uh, there's never any like specific reason. Like, I wasn't trying to grow specifically. I was just like, that felt like something I should do. And I think that's where the murkiness needs to be cleared, because you need to define the areas that you want to grow in. So, I think it became evidently clear once I decided what I wanted, and I decided where I needed to grow in order to get there. So,
0: and when was that?
1: That was I can dial it back to when I when I first started, or actually when I got went to your bodybuilding competition, and when I finally saw like the image of what I wanted for myself, which was, like, the women were very lean, and they had great physiques, and I saw so many women who were confident in themselves and got on stage, and, like, in the moment, I said out, I think I said out loud to your mom, like, oh, I can never do that, but internally, like, Mm. a little voice was like, but what if
0: you could? Mm.
1: And I remember that, and I haven't really thought about that much, that, like, little voice that said, you probably could
0: though. Like, yeah. oh, but
1: that'd be so cool. <laughs> like,
0: well, I can totally imagine that. Like, yeah. oh, I could never do that. But
1: uh, then deep down, I was like, oh,
0: yeah. yeah
1: that'd be so cool. That's a lie. Yeah, that's a lie.
0: Well, that's what I say by confronting the truth.
1: Right, right, right. And so I think internally, and then to you, I confronted the truth. And I was like, I said, I don't know if I ever told you, like, right in the beginning. But either way, internally, I remember being like, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I'm going to create. And I was like, I have no idea how to do that. But then I remember like seeing you train and starting to train with you and starting to ask you questions about nutrition. And I like slowly started piecing it together. But the first thing I did was I like defined, and I know that this is more like defining a goal, but at the same time, it was like, I want that, but I don't know this, and I, I don't know how to train, I don't know how to eat. And I don't know how to like become that person who's ready to step on stage. Mm.
0: Well, and, but it's also the same that you did when you segued from engineering to coaching, like you define, yeah. even though it's, this has been this gradual process, yeah. the definition of, well, I guess I really don't want to do this thing. Yeah. Like when, when did it stand out to you that you wanted to switch from being a engineer, having a, safe path into and, and being an entrepreneur.
1: Mm. Yeah, and I've had this conversation with so many people who are like really comfortable I'm like but what do you want? Like what's the ultimate thing? Excuse me. And oh, the real moment that I confronted that truth and started to become aware of where I needed to grow to bring that language back was when you were like well, we were Brian and I were just on a FaceTime or something and I was in Australia studying abroad. And he said, I just don't really see you as an engineer. Like, do you see yourself as that? And I was like,
0: You were failing, you failed like a test.
1: Oh, that's probably. And you were
0: upset about that. Oh, I remember that. Why are you so upset? I I don't really see you doing this.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, matter of fact, that I was just like, like I don't really see me doing this either. And <laughs> like, oh God, there's all my four years of college and forty thousand okay. dollars'. But it was like it just was a moment to confront my my like what I actually wanted and to I start identifying like, okay, if if that's not what I want, then what do I need to learn? like how can I how can I continue? like what what do I need to do now? And it was just getting very clear on. Mm-hmm. Like what needed to happen next, and there
0: was no clear. There was nothing. There's no clear. There was well. I remember, and that's like why it's so important. And I don't want to jump too fast, Mm -hmm. but that is about like I remember the next year after that, you just created space to test things. Mm -hmm. And I know those are the other two pieces, but I remember us talking, and you were like, "Oh, I want to open a coffee shop. Mm -hmm. I think I want to be a barista. I think I want to own a restaurant." And It was just this massive phase of just testing things and seeing, like, and creating space to have those conversations.
1: Yeah. And so I think there's, you can pull out that pattern in, in any area, the creating awareness and then creating space and then testing things. So in that instance, I was confronting that truth, determining that I needed to grow in, like, I guess for me, it was, is growing in what i could what i perceived that i could do mm. i guess cuz i had always told myself like this is my path and this is what i have to do
0: so yeah. i would say relationships too like what do you mean well so when i think of like your growth
1: oh yes like yeah.
0: do, like cuz engineering is very non relational right like it's very much mm-hmm. thinking and like between putting yourself out on social media starting to coach people being a barista yeah like they became all personality based yeah structures that that you needed to grow into in order to have confidence
1: yeah and that that was a big area of growth to grow in like relationships um figuring out what i wanted for myself and all of these things but so in light of that awareness can you identify like a couple for you or do you want to jump
0: No, I mean, so, so the fitness is a huge thing because that gave me the freedom to play college football and then the awareness, like, that's why it's so important to define your growth because for me at first it was, all right, I want to bodybuild because I do not, it was actually out of fear and scarcity. It wasn't out of, Mm -hmm. out of excitement. And, and I think if I'm being honest, that's why I didn't push myself as hard in college football. Like I started to get good towards the end before I quit, but it wasn't that exciting to me because there was... I didn't think I was going to be a pro. Mm -hmm. And so the goal was out of scarcity to not be in a position where I had regret. And I don't like, but, but the training was, I want to train because I want to be able to possibly play college football. I didn't Mm -hmm. want to lose my athletic side. And then I redefined it. Mm -hmm. And I said, I want to be, I want to be a bodybuilder. Like So defining your growth allows you to create space for it mentally. And it was the same thing as an entrepreneur. So I have been coaching people. I've been training people since I was 21 years old. I've actually probably a little bit before then, because I started the process as an entrepreneur, like thinking of businesses, but I was working full-time while I was in school. I was doing 60 hour weeks, full-time school, um, playing college football, then bodybuilding. And it was just this massive endeavor. And I was like, holy shit, if this is what my life is going to look like, like, Mm -hmm. I do not want to do this. I don't want to work for someone. I don't want to, like, I was involved in political science. So I didn't want to have my voice be suppressed. So I was always really intentional about having my own voice. And I remember reading the four hour work week from Tim Ferriss and thinking like, wow, I could start my own business. This would be so cool. And I thought like, okay, well that defined the target for me. Mm -hmm. The target was I want to be an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And then I had a friend who walked in my life who was doing fitness coaching. And I said, well, I could probably do that. Like subconsciously, I didn't put it out into the universe, but I knew that I could do it. So I started building my social media and mm-hmm. I documented the process of me getting into shape. And then I had people who started asking me for training advice. Mm-hmm. And so by mentally defining that I wanted to grow in one area, it created mental space for me to actually start pursuing those things. Yeah. And I think that that's when I think of like, it's the same as moving to Los Angeles. Defining your target and defining which area in your life you want to grow in, whether that's spiritually, whether that's wanting to have new experiences, your fitness and health. If you can define that, then that's going to allow you to become that next version of you that's empowered. Yeah. Because in order to be empowered, like the reason why I think it's important for us to talk about our journey through this all is because each level has taken. Another empowered version of us to push to the next level. Mm-hmm. It's like a thermostat that's constantly raising, 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 raising. If you think about like our journey right now, we're living in Dallas. Mm-hmm. We moved from Dallas, we were moved from Los Angeles to Dallas from New Hampshire. It's we wouldn't have been able to move from New Hampshire first year out of college to go to Los Angeles. We had to test it out. We had to define the growth. Mm-hmm. And that's why you need to see personal growth and 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 your empowered version of you as something that is a gradual process Mm. because you can't just go and start the company tomorrow if you don't if you you don't and you can't just you can't just lose 40 pounds tomorrow either but in order to lose 40 pounds you have to lose one pound and so i think i think that kind of segues into once you've defined that then creating a space and so for you how did you like how would you articulate that
1: Well, to tie a pretty bow on awareness of growth, I think it's really important to call out a few things because between all of our stories that we just shared, the things that we asked ourselves Mm. were like, who do we want to be and like, what do we want or what do we want to do or where do we want to go? And even though we had like a billion answers and we weren't sure, like for me when I first started fitness or coaching and same with maybe Brian's might've been more defined than me, but I was like, I don't really know, but I know that I want to figure that out. So.
0: And what would you say allowed you to figure that out? Testing, testing,
1: creating space. So then the, and really the next, so once you ask yourself those questions, the next step is really for us anyway, was to create space. Hmm. And and yeah, and I can, I can really pull out a, a couple stories, but I'll toss it to you. Well,
0: one thing I wanted to say off of that, so you guys are listening to these stories. The, the three targets are in order to become an empowered you, a more empowered version of yourself, you have to define your personal growth, where you want to grow. You have to create a space to test that. And then you have to learn and test it. So you have to be intentional about those two things. But if you're asking yourself, well, I don't know. I don't know where I want to grow. I don't know how I want to become a power. I just know that I'm. if you're listening to this, you know that there's something you want to change. Mm-hmm. And so what that is, is intuition. And so there's a part in your heart that is longing to change. Mm-hmm. And so it's like when you heard that voice, that was your intuition. Mm-hmm. That was your heart saying, yeah, we can do this. So as you're listening to this, Take this as a moment for you to create space for you to listen to your own heart. Mm -hmm. Where are you craving growth? Where, where does it really matter to you that you grow and see more fulfillment Mm -hmm. and don't judge it. Just listen to it because there's a part in your heart that's going to give you those answers. And between all the mistakes and failures and things that haven't worked out, what has gotten us to be at a point where we can talk to you about the thousands of lives that we've affected at this point is intuition and listening to that message because Mm. it will lead you to places that you'll be amazed. So that's the first step. So take a breath, take a breath as you listen to this and let's move into For you, I, I think it's so powerful. Your story—we talk about creating space. Mm-hmm. So you go through this journey. Mm-hmm. You start to get fit. Mm-hmm. We're dating mm-hmm. for six months, mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> and then you go to Australia. Yeah. So what was that like? Well, what what did that feel like? What was why was that necessary? Mm-hmm. What, what were your thoughts when you're thinking of, I'm going to create this whole intentional space of four to five months for Lindsay?
1: Yeah, it's so interesting looking back because how many of us actually get a chance to do that?
0: Yeah. To create
1: like four months of space for ourselves for an extended period of time to really figure it out.
0: Or look at it that way.
1: Or, or I mean, yeah.
0: Because well, college, in a sense, like you have that space, but you're, it's yeah. not treated the same
1: way. Yeah, and college, is, it's, it's already directed. Like you're already being directed into what you're supposed to be and become. That's how I, that was my experience anyway. Cause I was very dead set on what I was going to do. Anyhow. So moving to Australia for a semester, like when Brian asked me this, I think maybe a couple of last week or something, I was like, I just had to, like, it wasn't even an option. Like in my mind, it was like, I'm going to college and I'm in college and I'm, if I could study abroad not study abroad, there was no, there was no option. And regardless of like how much it would cost or what it would take or what I had to do, I was going to go. And once I was in my sophomore year and I was figuring all this stuff out, it again was still so prevalent because as it got closer, I was like, I get to, like, I was so nervous and excited because I could create and be exactly who I wanted to be. Like, it's so cliche, but it's like, I felt like this sense of coming freedom that I could be, and not like the wild partier, Mm -hmm. which I think most people would do if they went abroad, but, and if that's you, you do you. But for me, I felt like I had to repress who I was in order to be liked by my friend group in college, because it was all like the cool guys and like... I was in engineering and like, I was trying to be liked and it was just, it was, I felt like I had to repress myself and the things I enjoyed, which were like fitness, like nutrition, eating well, um, getting the right amount of sleep, like just doing things that were fun, dancing. Like I didn't, I didn't feel like I could truly be myself because I felt judged for how much I enjoyed like being fit and like working out and things like that. So I felt like when I got to go to Australia, I could be I could be fit Lindsay. Like I didn't have to be fat Lindsay anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I could be fit Lindsay who just, everybody just knows she eats healthy. Everybody just knows that she works really hard on her schoolwork. Like everybody just knows that that's who she is. And like, I was so excited to just be able to like fully embody and step into that person. And that was what like Australia did for me mm-hmm. is like, and I, I, there were so many crazy growth points and just like totally separating yourself when you don't have to create that much space necessarily. But it just, when I look back, it was like, that was crucial because I wouldn't have even remotely had the thought that this wasn't a career path I wanted. I wouldn't have fully been able to lean into my fitness journey, which is the only reason I competed because I was there and I was like the fittest person around. And I felt like I had, I felt proud of myself and I felt like I was allowed to be proud of myself in that space. So it, it gave me the space to really figure those things out and figure out where my heart was leading me, which was into fitness and away from engineering and away from my current relationships that were toxic and into like whatever I wanted. And so, I mean, that was my experience. And it was like, I look back and it's like, that was the most important time.
0: And so how can someone be intentional about creating space?
1: That's a good question. I think that you can create space. Anybody can create space. It might be more challenging for some, but I think all you need is like an hour on a Saturday to create space. Like it's more of a, it's more of an internal decision that you're going to be, get into your own space and just like, either journal or read or just give yourself some quiet time. And then that's a big one. But then uh, having something in the morning, I always, always tell people, like, you need to have quiet space in the morning or in the evening. Like, you need to have time for yourself to listen to you. Um, And you really need to get outside of your own experience. So whatever that looks like right now, (laughs) whatever that looks like right now for you, you need to get outside of that. So whatever you got to do, that's why I say like, go away somewhere for an hour on the weekend or get away in the morning, like go outside. But because those are tiny glimpses to get outside of your experience, but you need to do whatever you need to do. Go to an event, go to something, to another state, like take a weekend, do something to intentionally create space so that you can clear away all of the stress, all of the worries, all the cares and just listen to yourself. Mm. Like what's blocking you? What is challenging you? Why can't you even hear what you, like the voice? Why can't you even hear what you want? Why do you feel so stressed that you feel like your head's gonna explode all the time? Create space. So that's my rant on creating space.
0: (laughs) I love that. Well, it's like for me, so I grew up in a town of 750 people and I used to have such anxiety about the city. Mm. I remember we went to New York City when I was the kid, or not kid, when I was in high school, I was class president, I was like, you know, I want, we wanna to go to New York City, and I got everyone in the class, and we, we decided that's where we want to go, so we made it happen. And I remember stepping off the bus, and I have never had such a panic attack. Like, these massive buildings, like, I live in the middle of the sticks. This is not normal. And I remember getting connected to this friend at the time when I was in college. So these are like three years apart from these stories, but you have to understand like that was the piece I was feeling at all the times so when I went to the city, even Boston. And I had this friend who was just as hardworking as me, but he was also into fitness and into entrepreneurship. And he was a really successful model. And he took me out of my experience mm-hmm. in Franklin and in, in Hill, New Hampshire, and made me build a new relationship, which I think is such a part of creating space, mm. because you have to create space for new relationships. Yeah. And you can't create those new relationships in the space that you're in. If you want to connect with people, cause because the people that are in your life now now, it's something that there is anything wrong with them, but if you want to grow, a part of that is who you surround yourself with. So you're listening to this podcast, cause there's something that you're hoping hits you. You want to feel something. You want to have a different mindset shift. You want to put something positive in your life. It's the same with the people that surround you. It's the same with your friends, the same with your community. It's the same with your support system. And so for me, I didn't have a support system of people who were ambitious. I had a lot of people who I loved, but they were partying and doing drugs and and I didn't want that. And even in college, the people that I was surrounding myself were all people who came from affluence or were really into drinking and partying, or, or it just wasn't aligned with me for bodybuilding and fitness and becoming an entrepreneur. But this friend that I had, he, he was that. Mm-hmm. And so when I remember, this is where intuition comes into play. So there was a time where he was my boss of vitamin world name's nate and nate was like hey man do you want to go out to the bar with me tonight like me and one of my friends are going to meet up and i'd love to have you come and i rationalized why i shouldn't take action on that because i was so afraid Mm. of being uncomfortable or building a new friendship and i said no man i got some studying to do it's a saturday night i had no studying to do and i sat with that decision i said that's not the right decision.
1: That doesn't feel good. That
0: doesn't feel good, and I'm also, what is the downside? Like that's always what I ask myself when I'm in a position of like tough decisions. What's the downside of this decision? Downside, if if I do go, it might just be awkward, and he's maybe like a bad guy, and maybe I just don't sleep that night, and I don't, I don't know. I failed <laughs> the test. Okay, that's fine. But the upside is I have a friend now someone who could push me. And then after we went out, like we realized, like we both had this ambition to go to Los Angeles. We both had this ambition to travel. We both had these really fiery passions and we just became really great friends. And so to segue off of that, the same way you went to Australia for me, he had a photo shoot in Portland, Oregon that summer. I'd, I was getting ready for my first contest. I did my first modeling shoot and I'd lost 55 pounds in six months. And I said, Nate, can I go with you to Portland and can we drive to Los Angeles from Portland? I was like, I'll be your manager. I'll take photos. Like, let me support you however I can when you're doing this photo shoot and just let's take a trip. And I remember it was, I put it all on a credit card. It was $1,500, which I didn't really have back then. And I got to drive. I chose to drive from Portland to Los Angeles and it changed my life fundamentally because it gave me space mm-hmm. for that week to create something that I couldn't have created in my life. I couldn't have had those habits. I couldn't have had those experiences and just that subtle time. Like it wasn't like I was going to move to Los Angeles permanently.
1: I was going to say, do you think we would have moved if you
0: didn't? No, I wouldn't have. Cause I wouldn't have had like I wouldn't have the, cause what happened was, about creating space then so that was my first test i went to la now i'm excited about going and traveling and then i went and stayed with you in australia Mm -hmm. i traveled by myself and so this is really where it comes down to creating space and this is why you have to get out of your routine you have to get out of it however you can you have to test the life that you want and i'm gonna give this one away because it's the next one (laughs) but what i did was when i was coming home from australia i Landed in LAX and I was like, okay, I, I was thinking of where I could go. Cause I was like, well, maybe I don't ever have the opportunity to get to Australia again. Maybe I can travel to Japan. That was like another $3,000. I was like, I, I that's anxiety provoking just to go to Japan by myself. Anyways, never mind the fact that I can't afford this, mm-hmm. but I was like, well, what can I do? I was like, I mean, I'm going to be in LAX. I just do a layover flight and I could stay there for four days and I could test out my ideal life. Cause I, at that point I was building the online coaching business. I knew I was going to go there. I was competing and getting ready for my second contest. And I was really passionate about living in Los Angeles and being this bodybuilder and fitness guy. And so what I did was I stayed in, in a like an Airbnb almost for four days and I tested my ideal life. And the coolest thing happened to me, my phone broke. And as a byproduct of my phone breaking, all I could do was get GPS locations to know where I was driving. And the rest of the time, I couldn't be on my phone. So I was present. I was present in that moment. I experienced my ideal life and I created space to see if that was what I actually wanted.
1: So important.
0: And over those four days, I went to the gym at Gold's Gym. I saw Arnold Schwarzenegger, or I don't know no, I didn't mean see I did meet some famous bodybuilders though. Yeah. Um, I went to the beach, I rode bikes and I did it all by myself. And I said to myself before I was leaving in a year, I will live here. Mm-hmm. And that created so much space for me to see what I wanted. Cause had I not had that opportunity, I wouldn't have been as motivated to get out.
1: You wouldn't have convinced me to go.
0: Yeah, I'd
1: never been there, guys. Never been there.
0: Never, Lindsay. Never been to Los Angeles. I said you need to live here. Like you, you like it. You will love it. I did love it. And so, creating space is about stepping away from your life to test out other things.
1: Yeah, and a wrap a nice bow on that too. I mean, well, I guess more to segue because we talked about defining your areas of growth and then creating space. And again, when we were thinking of moving to Los Angeles after Brian had that experience, well, it was already decided really, uh, he was like, this is similar to Australia. You'll like it. And so I was like, okay, sure. So when we were going to move to Los Angeles again, same pattern. So we knew that we wanted to be successful. We knew that we wanted to develop diverse relationships. We knew that we needed to grow like in a massive way. So what better way to do that than to get out of our experience in tiny town, New Hampshire, and go to the big city and across the country as far as you could go in Los Angeles. So again, we defined our areas of growth. We created intentional space. And when I say create space, that doesn't mean always, it doesn't mean go relax on a beach.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm talking about making yourself really fucking uncomfortable. Like when any time that we can point out these scenarios, you might not be able to pick it up from what we're saying, but Australia wasn't like a vacation for me. It was Mm -hmm. so uncomfortable and terrifying. Moving to Los Angeles was not like, let's go relax on the beach and skateboard. It was terrifying. It was
0: awful. And so
1: it was, was and then moving to Dallas was still also scary. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of ways. So to tie this back to that pattern, awareness, creating space, and then really learning and testing is where Brian is going with this conversation or this story. So when I say learning, it's like, you know, where you need to grow now. So now you need to immerse yourself. And that's what we did. We, we physically immersed ourselves, ourselves in Los Angeles. And we really, really did that to create a community and to create relationships because you can't just go visit someplace. And act like a tourist type thing or like go relax and form relationships. Like, so that was a big thing that was so uncomfortable, but we needed to learn how to do that. Mm -hmm. Learn how to create a community, learn how to hold conversations and network. And I don't know, have hour long coffee dates, like,
0: and learn and learn. Learn. So your community (laughs) is everything. Yeah. It's like I said, like if you, let's say for instance that you want to change your habit with your food, Let's say that you want to start cooking you you want to be intentional about your nutrition you want to start having fun with your cooking and you want to stop being so stressful mm-hmm. if you are not surrounded by people who have those same values or you're not learning from people who have the same values and you're not surrounding yourself with people who also want to learn that it's going to be really challenging for mm-hmm. you to implement that into your life yeah. because there's always going to be friction you're always going to feel judgment you're always going to be in a position where it's you against the world. And so that's the value of building into a community. Yeah, And that community might be a weekend. Like for us, like the last year of the mastermind, I'll let mm. you dive into what that's meant for you. But the, we joined a mastermind and those are four weekend retreats or five. It was five weekend retreats. And, oh, yeah. And each time, it was the same people that we were, entrepreneurs, coaches, leaders. Mm-hmm. And and in those times, we made some of the best friends we've ever made. Mm-hmm. I had an hour-long call with one of them today from someone who lives in Spain. Mm-hmm. Like, why am I talking to people in Spain? Yeah. You know, hey. <laughs> no hablo espanol. <laughs> so it's, it's also understanding that you learn by testing, and you also learn by surrounding yourself with people
1: yeah and it, yeah and that brings up some stuff for me so when i think of just telling people to go learn it there's so many methods like we totally read a ton of books for sure and like listen to podcasts and did all that stuff but when i say like immersive experience it's like putting ourselves in la it was a la wow was an immersive day LA, it <laughs> was an immersive experience and then really learning from other, Like we connected with people to learn from them. Like whenever I'm thinking of connecting with someone, it's, it is what can I give to this person, but it's also what can they teach me? Mm. And that's an important thing to ask yourself, yourself, if you are connecting with people who can't teach you anything, who aren't really a positive influence on your life. And granted it goes both ways, yes. but then how can you expect to grow? Like that's a huge component of learning and growth is like you have to be around people who can teach you something. And so the mastermind weekends, that was like, so this was something that Brian and I joined together to grow intentionally together. And those weekends, you are completely separated from your current reality and you go sit in a room with 20 something entrepreneurs, And that was like this mastermind specifically, but you're sitting in this room with these 20 people that you don't know who are all really successful and you just feel this sense that, that you want to elevate yourself. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but you just want to absorb. Like for me in those environments, I just want to learn. Like I want to absorb everything from other people. I want to be able to love on them and give to them in whatever ways I can, but it's just like, I leave feeling so full from absorbing all of the the good information and the love from the people there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that that's like every and every time that I do that, I get a renewed sense of like what I'm here for, what I'm trying to do, what my purpose is and all that jazz.
0: Well, and the, the part about that that you said that's really important. So as you guys are listening to this and you're thinking of where do I want to learn from, mm-hmm. it's surrounding yourself with the people that you want to learn from. Yes. So you might not want it's like going to a music festival. You might not want to go to Coachella, but there's someone who does. You might not want to go to Ozfest, <laughs> which is Ozzy Osbourne's <laughs> Yeah, I know. I gotta I gotta let you know. Um but there's someone who does. Yeah. So it's also being intentional about understanding like where you're craving growth. And if you define where you're craving growth, then you can understand where you can create space. You might not create that space right away, but there's something that you can do to create that space and it will come into your life because you're asking the universe for it. Mm -hmm. And from there, you then get the opportunity to learn and test that information and learn and test yourself.
1: Yeah. And the testing yourself, that's really where it becomes gold. Like, and that's, that's all of the, that's the action step, right? Right after learning. So, and I mean, of course, all of these are action steps, but once you've defined it, you've created the space, you've learned, you start talking to people, then it's like, okay, how do I know if I've actually grown? You test yourself. So, for us, and this doesn't have, you apply it wherever you need to for you, but for us, testing ourselves came in so many ways. It was testing ourselves by starting a business. Like, okay, I've learned a lot about fitness, learned a lot about helping myself. And so now let's see if I, what I've learned is actually going to like work and I'm going to be able to do it. So then we launched our businesses and like started helping people and we learned, and it was a continual growing process. So the same three steps over and over within that process, but It was like, that
0: was the test for sure. Well, it was testing ourselves with bodybuilding.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Doing your first
0: contest, Mm -hmm. doing your first photo shoot, doing the things that are required when you're in those modes and seeing if that's what you want to continue to do. And the cool thing is by testing it, you get the opportunity to say no.
1: Mm, So true. Like,
0: Like Lindsay and I will never compete in bodybuilding again. I mean, maybe there's an 80% chance that we don't 20% that we do. That's maybe great. like in 15 years, like we're like, ah, oh, why not? Maybe it's a cool and ambitious thing that we decide to do. So I, I guess I won't slam the door on it shut, but we also had the opportunity to walk away from it because you know what? This really isn't in alignment with me anymore. Mm-hmm. I used to play in a punk band when I was in college, when my testing was when I was my last semester in college, I played in a rock band. I was involved in New Hampshire politics I was running my business, I was personally training people, I was working a part-time job, going to school, and I still had to FaceTime Lindsay every once in a while. Every day. And it was like, I remember just <laughs> saying like, my last opportunity to test things, because after this, the real world starts. Yes, same. And, and even when I was in the real world, like we've been in the real world, I mean, probably, I would say my college experience was the real world, but since starting, to really live without a safety net.
1: 2017 for me, 2016 for you.
0: Yeah, once I graduated college, the ambition has also been test, learn, test, learn, try this, try this, try this. Mm -hmm. And you you remove the idea that you'll ever regret something if you just go in, you invest your time, you invest your money, you invest your mental capacity, and you go and do it. Mm -hmm. It's like going to the gym. So let's say, let's break this down to really something simple and tangible. Let's say that you want to lose 20 pounds. Let's say you want to reshape your relationship with your food and you want to reconnect with your intuition and feel aligned with you. Okay. And that's going to happen as a byproduct of you getting healthy. Okay. So you've defined that target. The next thing is create the space. So what gym are you going to go to? What workouts are you going to do? How are you going to be eating? How are you gonna reach the goal? You've created mental space to then go plan. And now you get to test. Or maybe learn first, like okay, I actually need this many hours of sleep in order to feel my best. I actually need to listen to this podcast in order to feel more aligned and execute on this strategy. I actually need to go to the gym and do these workouts and eat this way. Okay, then you test it. And now you've created this cycle where if you don't get the result that you want, you just change the test. Mm-hmm. You just change what you're doing. And that's, learn more. Yeah, test. learn more, learn more tests. Maybe you didn't define the, your target enough. Yep. Okay, so you just keep doing this pattern over and over again. And eventually what happens is you get to the point where it's automatic.
1: And then once you go through this pattern, by the time that you test it and you're successful, you feel empowered. You feel like you can do fucking anything in that realm like once we had once we had been in fitness for like once i i'd say once i had a couple competitions under my belt i was like i can do anything and then going into different goals like focusing more on athleticism or running like things like that it was like you just feel like you have all the information you could ever need right in front of you and you can do whatever you need to do. And that applies for, like, any area. Like, you feel so fragile at the beginning. And you feel like, oh, God, I, I don't know anything. Like, I have no idea how I'm going to accomplish this. I'm so afraid to talk to people. I'm so afraid to put myself out there. I'm so afraid to, like, go to this thing or leave my state or travel alone. And then you do it and you see that, it, like, you can do it. Like, you just test it. And the worst thing that happens is you are uncomfortable and then you go back to life, I guess, or however you were. But the best thing that happens is you feel empowered and then you can restart this cycle again for another area. And then you get more empowered the more areas that you tackle.
0: So where have you grown the most then that you feel the most empowered?
1: I would say from... From starting feeling so timid across the board, like I felt timid in everything but my intellect, I felt like I had a good work ethic, and I was smart enough, but not that smart, and I was strong and pretty maybe, but like not beautiful. Like I didn't feel that, and I didn't feel like... I felt like I told everybody that I could do anything and like I put on this facade, but then deep down, I didn't feel, I always had the like, yeah, but you probably can't. So feeling. And I think a lot of women have that. And to now say that I can confidently step up to a challenge that I give myself or that's presented to me and know like beyond a shadow of a doubt that I can conquer it. Like, that's why I always say, no, you can, and then you will. But to know that I can do that now, just very peacefully and calmly, I can walk up to a challenge and I can know that I will conquer it. That feeling of empowerment across the board is like what I'm the most proud of, which was such an internal journey. And now being able to give that back, to teach, to be able to teach that to people, is what's so cool because it's it starts from for me like as in the fitness realm it starts with working on their body the one thing that they can control which was always what i felt like was out of my control and then creating that space by loving how they feel in their skin to take it to the internal like okay now you love the body and let's take on the world like how how can you start seeing yourself differently what can you do to challenge yourself Like how can you elevate yourself in the next month and just like pushing people and believing in people so deeply that they start to like absorb that and they start to feel empowered that they can do that. Like whatever it is, if it's career, if it's financial, if it's with their body. If it's with the relationships or leaving an abusive ex or like things like that, like being able to give that empowerment that I didn't have and created through like this process through many different occasions, being able to give that and teach that, that's what is the most amazing thing. I think it's the most fulfilling thing that I've grown into that I have become empowered to do, Mm -hmm. to be able to give that empowerment back and Mm -hmm. teach it because I had to teach myself. So now I can teach people how to do it, teach women how to do it from scratch, from like feeling super shitty to feeling like they can do anything. Like that's the best and being able to see it, being able to see the growth. It's so cool.
0: Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to your empowered, you retreat that you have coming up, Mm -hmm. what are you the most excited about? to this like what is so someone's listening to this they're like you know I've been thinking about going to Lindsay's retreat I've heard something about this or maybe they're just barely hearing about it what is the tangible piece that they're going to get mm. from joining your retreat like what is it that you really want them to experience I mean the implementation process anyone can use right and that's the whole point of our podcast this yeah. way but also like this moment for you, like I want to celebrate you I know I'm diving down a rabbit hole, but I want to celebrate you because this is a big moment for you and you do have the capacity to do exactly what you do, because what you're saying is so truthfully what you give
1: Mm. these
0: people. And I see it on a daily basis. And I'm so excited for you to step in the air fire and own this retreat and have 20 people who step away and absolutely have created space for themselves to become the new empowered version of themselves. Mm -hmm. But when you think about it, what was the intention behind this retreat? Like what made you want to have the retreat?
1: There are so many questions in that. And I was like thinking of all the answers to all of them. Um, The reason that I wanted to create this retreat to start. So empower you is a women's mind, body and soul retreat. And it's happening in November, November 8th, 9th and 10th in Dallas, Texas. So why I created the idea for this retreat was really it was like a download. Like in January, I was at a retreat, Mastermind Retreat, and I just had that idea. I was like, oh, God, like these weekends are so magical. Like there's something so – like you just feel so powerful when you leave. And it's like, what is that magic? How can I give that to people? And I just had that idea – that I need to create this. Like I need to create my own experience of this and give it to people like in my realm, in my playground and be able to give this to women. And so really that's why I created It's like I had this vision of women coming together and creating space intentionally for themselves because women tend to, any ladies listening, we tend to put ourselves on the back. Like we want to make sure everybody else is taken care of but we never truly take care of ourselves. And when we're trying to make sure that everybody else is taken care of, that means our we don't necessarily have, always have the network of support from other women. And it's like, I mean, I experienced that personally as well. Like when you're in the zone or you're with your family or you're just like doing your jam, like you just realize that you're alone and that sucks. And so there is that reason. Um, but I think the big overarching reason was like, or the three, was that I know that women need this. I know if you're a woman listening to this and you've resonated, I know you need it. We need space. We don't create it unless we buy a ticket, unless we go somewhere, unless we're excited to go somewhere, we don't create the space.
0: Very seldom alone.
1: Especially alone. I have trouble going to a coffee shop by myself on Saturdays because I want to hang out with Brian. I If I struggle to create space for myself, so do you. So I know women need space. I know it needs to be intentional. I know we need connection as women. We need it. Like we can pretend all day that we have like great family and we have this and we have that. But if you don't have like soul sisters, like you feel like something's missing. You can justify it to yourself all day, but we, we need that connection. And the big one that feels cheesy to say, but that's so true is that the world needs the empowered version of you the world needs you and what you're meant to do it needs your gifts it needs how deeply you can love if you loved yourself it needs how brilliant you are when you actually step into your creative zone and you need that version of you Mm -hmm. you need her and anybody listening to this i hope that hits you in the soul because it's true. Like you can only give to a capacity before you you feel so empty and alone and drained that you can have all the love around you, but if you've never taken care of you, and you don't feel empowered, then that is what takes, I guess, takes priority above everything else. You need to take care of that. So that's why I created this retreat. And the thing I'm the most excited about is to get in that space when people are so ready to change, to grow, to be vulnerable, and to watch people walk in kind of nervous and then watch them walk out dancing Mm. and just so happy and so like just ready. Like they're ready to get on a plane, they're ready to go home, they're ready to take on their life. Like that, because a weekend retreat It's like an intensely immersive experience in the most positive way, but it elicits massive growth in a short period of time and you can't get that. Like you can't get that from listening to a a podcast, even this one, you can't get that from listening to a YouTube video, you can't get that from having a conversation online you have to be in person in a tangible experience to have that magic and to watch yourself exponentially grow and in a weekend you can have so much growth it's crazy like you have so many realizations about yourself that things that are buried and
0: all that and so where so you say mind body and soul mm-hmm. and so how are they going to learn how to connect to their mind body and soul because it's easy just talk true it's easy to talk a big game <laughs> right like yes. anyone can intake your energy and fire and, and yeah. feel excited about it but what are the tangible things that they're going to expect to take away from this they're gonna go to this retreat. They're gonna, you know, invest in the ticket. They're gonna come down to Dallas. What do they actually get in mm. this experience? You don't have to necessarily talk about the deliverables, yeah. But like, what? How is this a process? Like, what is it actually structured like in order for them to reconnect with their intuition and thrive?
1: Oh, yes, it's so important. I get so fired up because I just want to talk about like you're gonna feel so good, but it's it's actually like. I don't want you to just walk into this event and then walk out feeling happy-go-lucky and like, yes, I can do this. Because then you go home and then what? Like you do nothing. So I really want you to walk into this experience. There's gonna be pieces that tangibly help you tap deep, like certain types of meditation practices and NLP practices and just different stuff that help you tap deep. But really, I wanna be able to give you the experience that lets you map out exactly who you want to be in like maybe a year, five years. I want you to be able to identify exactly what you need to do right now after the event to create her. And on top of that, we're going to have four experts in their fields coming in to help us with all of this, with this there there's going to be an expert focused on your mind there's going to be experts focused on your soul and how to tap into your intuition how to take care of yourself and set boundaries there's going to be an expert in nutrition who's going to teach us how to take care of and nourish our bodies and there's going to be just so much magic from those people and these experts are like the most i think brian and i both agree the most powerful women
0: powerful they're bad just
1: badass, bad and they're going to be eliciting this process for all of us. So they're all going to have their moment with us, and we're going to be able to really connect with them one-on-one. Like, they're all so excited to connect with each person that comes. Mm. Like, that's their biggest thing.
0: Yeah, I think it's one thing that's really important, too, is that there, So each there's going to be two houses yes. that each... Each of you sign on is going to get to stay in. Yes. So it's going to be, you're also going to be having a community of people that you get to connect with Mm -hmm. while you're on this journey. So it's not just you're sitting in this room learning. Right.
1: It's not a conference. This is not a conference. You're going to be staying in a house. It's all inclusive. All you have to do is get yourself there. And then you have beautiful food. You have beautiful people. You have a beautiful location. All of that stuff is taken care of. And then you're going to be creating your soul sisters in your little community together and it's going to be uh, going to be beautiful
0: so then i do want to ask one more question on that why is it important to have a community of women who are all seeking growth and seeking personal development seeking to connect with their mind body and soul why is it important to have a community of women like that building you up
1: because I don't think that you can do it alone. You can only take yourself so far before you feel just this lack, this emptiness. And it's not, it's not that you don't like yourself, but you, I guess the better answer is you massively elevate when you have a group of women around you supporting you. Because it's like Lori Harder says this, it's not about like how many or what have you, or where they live, or what they do. It's about feeling undying support from people who truly understand and want you to grow. Mm. Like, they aren't just surpassing you on the ladder. Like, they want you to grow with them. They Like, having that community around you, like I can say from my own experience, it's... (sighs) it's really hard when you don't have that. And when you do, you feel just, you feel fuller, you feel elevated, you feel better. Like you feel more powerful because if I don't know something and I'm probably going to go ask my friend, Lindsay, like I know that she's in my network and I know that she cares and supports about me. And I know that I can ask her anything and she'll pick up her phone. And I know that she knows a lot. So it's like the the growth aspect of it and like having friends who want to grow, it's because you see them growing and you want to be better. Like that's how it elevates you. So it's not just like, oh, I have great friends I want to elevate. It's like you see them, they're not stopping. They're going to keep growing. So you better damn well grow with them. Mm-hmm. And they because they want to pull you up and grow with you, that's why you need to have a community of like-minded women around you who want to grow and want to see you succeed. It's different than just rooting you on being in it with you
0: what's different than me
1: and it's different than having your husband your boyfriend your man your guy friends like it's very different it's the same
0: well it's i can't support you the same way that Lindsay can like it's just a different it's 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 freedom
1: yeah yeah and it's to be around like to be around feminine energy it's just different like it's you just you feel connected in such a different way mm. and I don't know how to quite explain it
0: uh, oh, I can agree because because around men yeah when I'm around other men and I get to boy things <laughs> just be myself yeah like we went wine tasting I went wine tasting with a bunch of guys Sounds <laughs> funny it was fun it was such a blast and I just got to like relax yeah. and not feel like I had to for whatever reason be in character
1: yeah and when you can get I think it's a lot of women will try to be in character because they're intimidated by other women or because they don't feel like they actually want them to succeed. Mm. Like they feel like comp- com- competitive. That's the word I'm looking for. And this having soul sisters is not like that mm. because you don't feel competitive. Like, just because they're growing, it's because you see how, like, happy they are. Mm-hmm. You see how proud of themselves and empowered they are. That's why you want to grow. It's not because you want to beat them. It's not because they hate you. It's not because there's any type of spite. When you have soul sisters, and I say that because you're connected on a soul level. I'm not talking about just, like, the buzz phrase, like, it's your soul stuff. Like, it's on a – you are connected on a soul level, and you feel like you are sisters because – they are growing, you are growing, they're elevating, and they want you to grow. They want you to come with them. They want you to be on this journey together. And if you fall behind, they want to take care of you. Like, so to feel that level of support from another female, who's like your sister, is invaluable.
0: Mm.
1: There's nothing better.
0: Love that. Yeah. And so lastly, where can people learn more about retreat where can I sign up how can they get in contact with you and really get started so they can get their ticket and be ready to go
1: yeah so you guys can head over to lindsayrangelfit.com slash empower you and it's just the letter U. it's not y-o-u and tickets go on sale this coming Friday so gear up get ready and stay tuned
0: awesome and so I should say this, Like I've seen Lindsay putting this together for the last few months and I'm so proud of her and it's gonna be such a powerful event and experience and I'm so grateful to have the opportunity to support you in this endeavor and be a part of it myself. So I'm gonna be in the back end, I'm gonna be doing all the nice things, I'm gonna be providing all the emotional support, excellent music, look at me for the DJ role <laughs> um, but no, on no, a serious note, I'm, I'm really excited about what this is going to mean for everyone who goes. The four women who are coming are some people that I've had the pleasure of knowing for the last year, or a little bit more than that. And they're all amazing people, and they have such amazing gifts. And between that and the powerhouse who's leading them all, it's going to be an amazing experience, and it's going to be life-changing. So I'm really excited for you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited, too. It's going to be amazing. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for listening to us, and thank you, Brian, for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Always. got your back. Thank you. Love you. Love you, too. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. thank you for tuning in today to my journey. I hope this episode brought some value and light into your life. If you love this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes and shout us out on your Instagram stories so we can share this message with as many people as possible. And if you're ready to start your own journey, reach out to me at BrianPickwist.com forward slash start. And until next time, thank you again. And remember the journey starts with you. I'll see you guys.